in Bible school, Karen was had a had a had a like a migraine headache, and she never got headaches. It was like, and she had this horrible horrible headache. I can picture right where we're at, right where we're sitting in our apartment, and she's sitting in the chair, and she's just oh, I don't know what's going on, my oh. And she had this horrible, horrible migraine thing. And she didn't have those. It wasn't like she had had headaches, ever. And I remember going over to her and just saying, in the name of Jesus, go. And she looked up and she was gone. Well, I don't believe, I don't believe that was my powers, amen. That was the gifts of healing. Amen. Gifts of healing can manifest glory and it was gone she was healed in fact as far as I know she's never had anything like that again not that she has a little headache or something but nothing like that amen God healed amen there was no natural means there was no exception taken there was no Tylenol taken amen amen some have said the gifts of healings are doctors. Well, we thank God for doctors, amen? And what they can do for us. You know, lives have been saved because of medical science. Erica knows. <laughs> lives have been saved, right? Because of medical science. So thank God for what they can do. And we're not here to make light of any of that, amen? But we do need to differentiate between natural healing and supernatural healing. Right? Doctors use their knowledge, medical knowledge, to help someone get well. Right? That's what they're supposed to do. Amen? That's what they're supposed to do. Isn't that what they call the Hippocratic Oath? Right? Am I right? They're supposed to help people get well. Right? Okay. Making sure I got that right. <laughs> right? They use their knowledge to help people get well. Thank God. But gifts of healings are supernatural. No natural means necessary. No drug need to be taken. No surgery necessary. Come on now. No natural means. That's the gifts of healings in operation. And of course, we see that throughout Jesus' ministry. Right? You, can, you can read the Gospels, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But these gifts have nothing to do with medical science, as some have said. These are gifts of healing, supernatural healings. Did you know Luke was a doctor? Luke was a doctor. Guess what Luke did? He, he wrote, of course, the book of Luke. And what else, what else did he write? The book of? Did I hear it? Acts. Yeah. He wrote the book of Acts. Luke, the doctor. Now, Interesting that in the book of Acts and throughout Luke, we never see Luke talk about medical knowledge. We never see Luke using medical knowledge. Not once. But guess what we do see? We see Luke recording miracles by the hands of Paul, gifts of healings by the hands of Paul. He laid hands and they were healed instantly. Come on. Gifts of healings. Yet the doctor, Luke, never mentioned his medical knowledge once in the Word of God. Come on now. The gifts of healings are not natural. No, they're supernatural. Come on, it's a gift, right? A gift. 
a gift of the Holy Spirit. If I give you a gift, it's a gift. If I hand you my phone, I say, here you go, take it. It's a gift. The Holy Spirit can hand out gifts to us. That's what we're talking about. That's what all these are, right? These are all gifts. And one of them, the gifts of healings. And they can manifest through any Holy Spirit-filled Christian. Amen? Any. You know, I emphasized that a few weeks ago. I want to make sure you got it. But if you want the gifts of the Holy Spirit to operate in your life, and you should, you've got to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen? And I got that revelation just while I was studying this. Because I've actually asked the Lord that before, but I didn't really get an answer. I was studying, and I believe the answer just downloaded into me. I said, Lord, I, I've always wondered, really, do you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit to operate in these gifts of the Spirit that I'm teaching on right now? Come on. <laughs> and he downloaded, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I mean, it downloaded like, just like that. Boom. I was like, duh. You get those times with God? Oh, duh, duh. It is the power. The Holy Spirit, the baptism in the Holy Spirit is the power package to do what Jesus said to do by the Holy Spirit. It is the power package. So that's why he said you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So if you want to, <laughs> and I've said it for years, I've looked at different ministers and I've, I've, I've tried to, see, right? I've tried to notice and tried to discern, okay, ah, I believe they're spirit-filled, right? You can tell by preaching usually. You can tell if they're spirit-filled usually by the preaching, right? And guess what? Those ministers, I see miracles. I see gifts, words of knowledge. I see words of wisdom. And then you watch another minister who is not spirit-filled. And like I said, usually you can tell pretty easily by the preaching, and then I've said, okay, yeah, no. And, and then there's never any spiritual gifts. Come on. But I believe the Lord downloaded it to me. This, this, just in the study, this in the, during the series. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. If you want the power, if you want the gifts, you got to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So don't miss out on that. Amen. He said, he said that power pack is, is the power to be a witness for him. Come on, that's the power to be a witness. You, you operate in a gift. And we're talking specifically today about healings, right? We're going to talk about that a little bit. But it is a witness, isn't it? When, you, when there's a healing, it's a witness to the lost. <laughs> Big time. Come on, let's look at Acts 10.38. The famous Acts 10.38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. That awesome scripture. I love that. But Jesus was anointed by God to do good and heal. Now, have you noticed Jesus never healed anyone until the Holy Spirit came upon him? He was the Son of God when he was 15. 
He was the son of God when he was 25. He was the son of God when he was 29. But he did no miracles at all. Zip. Until he was 30 and he was baptized with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Come on. This is the point you got to get. Jesus did not heal because he was the son of God. Jesus healed because he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on. The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus. Why? To do the ministry that he was called to do. Just like I'm called to a ministry. You're called to a ministry. You may not be called to full-time ministry, but you're called to ministry. And you need the Holy Spirit to do it. Come on. The Holy Spirit came upon Jesus to do the ministry of God on the earth. And Jesus healed by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Come on. Through the manifestation of the gifts. Come on. The gifts of healings operated through Jesus all the time. Now the great news is that we are anointed in Christ. Do you know that? We're also anointed in Christ. If you are in Christ, come on. There's an anointing there. So we need to manifest the gifts of healings also. Amen. We're supposed to do the works that Jesus did. That's why he said, get the power pack. <laughs> Come on. He, he said, these works I'm doing, greater works than these you'll do. How are you going to do them? You ain't going to do them in your power, right? You're going to do them in his power. And the power pack is the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Come on. And we're supposed to do the same works, right? Do what Jesus, Jesus told us to what? Cast out devils. Heal the sick. Amen? Amen. We can do it. You believe it? Yes. Right? We can heal the sick. We can, we can work miracles. We can prophesy. Well, we can speak in tongues. But we got to have the Holy Spirit. We got to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, we are not each anointed with as much anointing as Jesus. <laughs> but collectively, the body of Christ is. Okay? Let's look at this. Uh, John 3, John 3, 34. John 3, 34. For he whom God has sent, Jesus, <laughs> speaketh the words of God. I think I have King James here. Speaketh the words of God. For God giveth him not the spirit by measure. Now, this is John the Baptist speaking about Jesus. So Jesus had the spirit without measure. But there's no individual Christian walking this earth that, that walking it like Jesus walked it. With the spirit without measure. Come on. Uh, in the ministry of Jesus, come on, all the gifts of healings manifested. In the ministry of Jesus, all the gifts of the spirit manifested. Come on. All the time. In the ministry of Jesus. He had the spirit without measure. We got to measure. <laughs> the body of Christ together has the same anointing as Jesus. That's why we're the body of Christ. Hello. We have the same uh, amount of anointing together. Did you hear me? Together. If we do our part, come on, if we do our part, it's amazing if we do our parts. If we do our parts, come on. All of the gifts will operate if we all do our part. 
Just think of all the Christians. I just thought, just think of all the Christians that won't be baptized in the Holy Spirit for whatever reason. But they've been taught, no, that's not for today. That was only for the book of Acts. Come on. Well, the body of Christ is not operating in the fullness that it's supposed to operate in. As people are taught bad doctrine like that. Come on. The whole body suffers because of bad teaching. Because of bad doctrine. Because Paul, everywhere he went, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on. Everybody. Peter went to Cornelius and everybody was filled with the Holy Spirit, spoke in tongues and prophesied. Everybody. Everybody. That's biblical Christianity. That's real Christianity. You throw that out, I don't know, you got, you got something. You got deadness, you got lukewarm. Come on. Real Christianity. Go to the book of Acts. You want to read what real Christianity is, read the book of Acts. That's the real Christianity. Come on. The body of Christ together has the spirit without measure. But we need to operate in what we're supposed to operate in. Even if we're filled with the spirit, we got we to we move out in the gifts. Come on. Just think of how many blessings are missed out on because people, even spirit-filled Christians, don't move out in the gift that they're supposed to move out in. Hello. <laughs> Never manifest a gift of the spirit. Never like I said, I think I said earlier, we can push down the Spirit, right? Even if we are led, even if we're filled with the Spirit, we're baptized in the Spirit, and, and, and we feel like we're supposed to give a tongue, we feel like we're supposed to give this prophecy, come on. If we don't do it, come on, then we're not following the Spirit, we're not operating the gift that we're supposed to operate in, and now the body of Christ suffers. Because we're a body. I, I've told this story before. Back in, uh, way back, I was in a church where I was helping uh, lead worship. And uh, we were getting together to pray. The men, the men got together to pray. And uh, we had this, uh, well, I was, I was the worship leader during that time with the, with the men. And, and I was, uh, we were praying together. And we were, we were all praying, most of us were praying in tongues, praying, praying in the Spirit. And then we were praying in English, and then someone led some prayer, and you know, we were just leading prayer in our own languages and, and praying, right? And then I felt led to give a tongue, like, like a tongue, like not just praying in tongues, but give a tongue for that time to, together with the guys, right? And I pushed that down, and I pushed it down, and I pushed it down as people were still praying. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. I think I'm supposed to give, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm thinking this myself, right? This is all in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to give a tongue. I think I'm supposed to give a tongue. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know, and you're debating on it. Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Come on. And then, you know, someone wrapped up prayer and it was over. Amen. Let's go home. What would I do? I shoved down the gift of the Spirit. I was trying to manifest. It was trying to manifest through me. The Spirit of God was trying to manifest through me. I shoved it down. 
We can do it, saints. We can shove it down easily. Come on now. We can easily shove down the spirit and say, nah, I don't want to give that. Come on. But the body of Christ suffered, right? Whatever word was supposed to come out of that, I don't know, because it didn't come out. Right? So you, obviously, you're supposed to have a tongue interpretation in church, right? And I'm assuming someone would have given the interpretation, you know, if I had given the tongue. And it would have blessed that body right there. So how many times, how many times does that happen? Oh my goodness, probably millions. Where the Spirit of God is trying to manifest through some Christians and the Christians are like, nah, push it down. <laughs> Come on. How many blessings are missed out on? Phew. I bet, I bet a lot. A lot of blessings are missed out on. We'll probably see some of that in heaven, we're like, whew, come on. Oh, you had all that for me, God? Ooh. Then he's going to wipe away our tears, right? <laughs> After we cry for a long time. Oh, God, you, oh, you had that for me and, and that for me and that for me? And I, oh, I was supposed to raise that dead person? Ooh, that would have been something if I had raised that dead person on earth, right? You imagine all these things that we'll probably see and that we were supposed to do. And then we're going to be sitting there crying before Jesus. And then you say, well, I'll wipe away your tears now, all right? Come on. That's why we need to do what we need to do now, amen? That's why we need to follow and listen. Come on. And do what God said to do. Because we don't know who it's going to bless. We don't know whose life is going to be changed forever. Come on. Forever. When we listen to God, when we manifest a gift of the Spirit, which we have to participate in. Like gifts of healings. Amen. You've got to participate in this. Now, word of knowledge. I wasn't looking for a word of knowledge. I got a word of knowledge. Now, you don't necessarily have to participate in that. God gave me a vision, gave me a word of knowledge. God let me see a demon. But in the, in the gifts of miracles, in the gifts of healings, you have to participate. And obviously with prophecy and tongues and interpretation, you have to participate. Amen. We're going to get into those, but we need to do our part, right, saints? We need to move in the gifts of the Spirit to help ourselves and to help other people. Now, notice, this is kind of interesting here, gifts is plural, or are plural. Did I say it? Gifts are plural. Get my English right here. Gifts are plural. In the Greek, it's plural. It's not gift of healings. It's gifts of healings. Very important. It's not gift, but gifts. That means they're different gifts for different diseases, right? There are many different gifts of healings. And I've heard this for years. Uh, uh, ministers specifically that have, you know, talked about it a lot, I've listened to. And they said it's interesting when the gifts of healings manifest, it, it always seems certain uh, ministers or ministries uh, specialize in certain diseases. 
Like one minister will, will minister, or when he's ministering, whatever, will gifts are a 